0: Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh and Bani Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Isaiah 43, verse 18 onwards says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old." Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Say, away in the wilderness. Rivers in the desert. <laughs> and this is our first Sunday in the new year. So I want to welcome each one of you here and Those joining us on the web, welcome, and we bless you. And we say, Happy New Year. There's nothing more wonderful than to open the new year, and on the first Sunday, to have times just to worship and praise the Lord, and give Him all the glory. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. Enter the new year with thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. So that's part of the definition of how I'm going to approach and how I think corporately we will approach this new year. God has given us a new year. Loaded with blessing and miracles, signs and wonders. And uh, Psalm 92 at the beginning I shared that one the faithful shall flourish planted in the house of the Lord say I shall flourish and the definition for flourish means to thrive to increase say increase put your hand on yourself Say increase. Enlarge. Grow. Prosper. Abound. To spread out. To expand. That's pretty good. And that's God's promise. But I believe that it's important for us to be transformed, renewed in our mind. And especially this last year and a half or so, maybe a little more, there has been almost, especially this last year, there's been a, like a propaganda war or things released. I don't want to hover much over it except to say we will not buy the definition of. From They may not realize it, but it's almost like speaking a curse over us or our children. So they will get infected, they better wear a mask, all of that kind of stuff. I won't rehearse those things that much, but to say, I'm not going to buy that. I'm not going to buy the negative enunciations and proclamations and... uh, faithful curse no I'm not going to exercise a faithful I'm going to be blessed because that's the Word of God say it's the Word of God is that right It's it's from the Old Testament to the New Testament Jesus Christ has come there's a thief will come to steal kill and destroy but the Lord Jesus has come to bless us to give life and give it abundantly So we are gathered here and we approach, and it's protective for all of us and it's wisdom. We together, God would address His blessing and His promises and His uh, declarations of victory for the whole people and say, like we looked at what, whether Spies were sent into the promised land. And 10 came with a negative word. It's good land, but they were going to eat us alive. And it was Joshua and Caleb who said, this is a good land and we are well able to take all of them and defeat them. And that, it was a faith statement, but they believed God was with them. Say, God is with us. And he has never cancelled that commitment. I'm with you, always. So any hurts, negative things, there were a lot of corporate negative things spoken to or many nations. We're gonna it says forget the former things. And God himself in his word says, I'm doing a new thing. So there are. We're together in faith, going to take the new year, and we get a pattern. We get models of how we are to approach some of these things. And uh, I love. I've over the years, many years. Um, Loved his word promises. For example, in 2 Chronicles 20, it's the incident with King Jehoshaphat and all the people of Judah and major enemies come to take over, to defeat them. They're, They're completely convinced that they're going to kill all the, Ones who would resist them, take the women and children as slaves. That's how they used to do it. And here, um, it says, when he heard that, Jehoshaphat said, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim A fast throughout all Judah so Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord say help from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord and so one of the main things we learn part of the strategy and and we have done this over the last few years we're going to do it this year too you can't reinvent the wheel these some of the models that God has set for us in Scripture So you find that as uh, Jehoshaphat is challenged, he's saying, okay, this is how together, say together. So we are not approaching these challenges. You're not alone. We are going to take this together. And so in that sense, some of the challenges that you may have all your children. We have had wonderful assurances from the Lord. He has done mighty miracles. And uh, I remember many years ago, I had a word that I I myself had doubts about. How I don't know whether I can declare it. There was a prophetic word I got from. Uh, in the state of Washington. We were ministry. And uh, there was a woman whose son, his grown son, had gotten involved with a big drug gang and all that, and there were a lot of people killed in an incident. They put a lot of some of the blame on him. And so he had about, I think, about five life sentences. Uh, There was some people killed him. From what the facts we saw was he was, he was not involved in the, those acts necessarily. They doing it. But the word was, I mean, he had five life sentences. And the word was, God's going to turn it around. And sure enough, in six months' time, the accusations were proved. Uh, to be false and he was out praise god i mean it was <laughs> really a really miracle and um so here you find thousands of enemy troops are going to come invade them and they may we may say go well form an army go do certain things but the big spiritual thing that jehoshaphat did was declare a fast and Whenever they could gather together, they, they gathered. And the prayer, we may at later date study the prayer of Jehoshaphat. It's, it's a great model prayer. And he says, Lord, you have told us, you promised us, that when there were times of trial, that we could come to your house, the house of prayer, and ask for your help, and that you will send help so and in the same way um, in the book of Ezra there's several times we see these incidents and it really builds your faith knows that God is actively involved in your lives in the lives of your children so these are models first I've learned basically part of the promise and the ble- you want to take it from yourself. And it's, it's fine, it's understandable. But often I've found it's from the corporate to the individual. <laughs> but uh, we find, for example, the prayer that Queen Esther prays. So it's God, it's for male and female. It is Esther who prays and intercedes before the king very powerful king, and her people, the Jewish people, are going to be annihilated with a vicious enemy. And you find there is an enemy, there is a supernatural, supernaturally inspired. Haman is a type of enemy forces. He himself was a human being, but there were demonic things that possessed him, and he wanted to, he was determined to kill the Jews. And from those people, by the way, said that a few hundred years from then, Jesus was going to be birthed, who was going to save all mankind. Every family on earth was going to be affected and transformed and given eternal life through the Messiah who was going to come through the Jewish people. So, and the devil didn't have the exact plan, but he had an idea that. Messiah may come through the Jewish people so if I can destroy the whole I can destroy the plans of God and In each of these things God used human beings to exercise faith and One of the strategies you find is that he called the people to In, in the book of Esther you find Esther tells look these are the plans to destroy us I'm going to go before the king and plead for us so fast and pray for me because I need grace. I need the favor of God I need the presence of God and and so like I mentioned the word that came me some years ago when I was working at the state institution for severely autistic children This kind does not come out except through prayer and fasting. So here in in the Book of Ezra, for example, it's a very wonderful typifies. As we're going to step into the new year, we're going to do it on the 5th, on January, Wednesday. We're going to start a 40-day fast. Now, you don't, oh, Lord, (laughs) you don't have to fast all forty days. We'll be together. You could take every Monday, for example, and say, I'm going to not eat dessert all for forty days, or for the next seven days I'm going to do a, like Daniel fast, which was, he ate no pleasant food. He did not eat meat. He ate salads or things like that, lentils. That's part of the description there. And God heard his prayer. He he ate only, uh, did not eat rich food, but God considered the fast. And he honored it. And the angel himself came to answer his prayer. So here in the book of Ezra, you find Ezra chapter 8. This is again a prototype. It says, Then I proclaimed the fast there at the river of Ahava. He's on a journey leading a lot of people safely from the days of captivity from the Babylonian Empire to Israel, to Jerusalem. But on the road, there are bandits. They call them bandits. We would call them terrorists today. Very evil, vicious, violent people who could take, again, annihilate them, take their kids and the ladies perhaps captive as slaves and they knew that this was very probably got the report that they're going to attack us on the journey therefore it said then i proclaimed a the fast there at the river of ahava that we might humble ourselves say humble ourselves before our god so that's part of the model and we are going to As we begin our first what is the first thing we do I believe it's to repent and uh, walk in humility and repentance so father we seek your face we humble ourselves we're not walking in pride saying oh look at us aren't we awesome but we humble Lord you are the answer and to seek from him Say him. So it's not, we are not looking. And there are certain times that, thank God, that we have, America has been over the years, many, many years, we sent help to populations that were in distress. Even going back to the end of the Second World War, there was a major plan from the U.S. called the Marshall Plan. And it rescued Europe, which was devastated by the, all the stuff that happened of the killing and the violence and the explosions and the destruction of city after city in Europe. And we sent loads and loads and plane loads of food and help and equipment <laughs> that they desperately needed. And that was the other thing, I mean, I was telling someone recently, I, read, I saw a recent movie on Prime called Emperor, and it shows, uh, you have to set aside some of the flippant stuff of the uh, personal, but the big fact, the MacArthur, is made the Commander-in-Chief, and uh, some of your parents, your grandfather, Parents or grandparents may have been involved in either the war in the Pacific or in the war in the Atlantic. Um, you know, some of I know people here; their parents were involved in the D-Day landings or in the Army of Patton. I pastored a particular family in Florida many years ago, where he was. Uh, Part of the chef army of Patton, where <laughs> we went, he, he had some good cooks with him, and he was one of them. Anyway, but here, I mean, in in the the story about Douglas MacArthur, he's made the commander of all of Japan. But they, visually, it helps to see the devastation, the, the bombings. That I mean, they you know, I mean, they did Pearl Harbor, so in return, the uh, Americans had to also use the armies to defeat the Empire of Japan. But in the devastation, America was so generous in helping build up Japan and empire. part of it, it became one of the most prosperous nations. The same way in South Korea. The South Koreans, for example, consider America just they love especially the people from the older generation. Just absolutely thank America and so grateful. Because almost if you look back the South Korean history, or the whole Korean history really, um, they were either defeated by the Japanese Empire or the Chinese Empire. So they, they had suffered a lot over many, many hundreds of years. But it was not until America came and set them free, and America never—it seems like in its history—never uh, asked for anything else. Just they came and they helped build the economy of Korea, especially now it's South Korea. Um, and here is the part of the strategy is found in the book of Ezra. We, ought to, we, we humble ourselves before our God to seek from him the right way for us and our little ones and all our possessions. For I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road because we had spoken to the king saying, the hand of our God is upon all those for good who seek him, but his power and his wrath are against those who forsake him. So we fasted. And then treated our God. So, number one, fasted. But fasting, what? Faces towards the God. Asking Him, appealing Him for this. And He answered our prayer. Say, He answered our prayer. And that's, we are believing. And for individual needs, we're going to be in agreement that anyone who gets, whatever the diagnosis, the heart, this heart that may have a challenge for well, heart disease or severe flu or virus attack or um, dementia, whatever. We're <laughs> gonna to pray together. We saw in Louisiana, Bonnie and I were together, saw an amazing miracle for a man who was dementia patient. And God, in one year's time, brought restoration in an amazing way. So we're going to meet things with faith. And so it's going to be a 40-day fast. It's corporate. So there'll be always a few that'll be fasting. You may not choose that day to be fasting, but we ask that you ask, seek the Lord. And in my book, The Hidden Power of Prayer and Fasting, I literally, I mean, I did it for 22 years, but. When I married Bonnie, she found this strange man, and I've said it before. I would go, it was just a time of teaching and discipleship from the Lord, for me personally, but for every year. The Lord would not tell me, would not allow me to teach until 18 years passed, of two 40-day fast and four 21-day fasts for every year. But I was just humbling and, and living um, so I could share it with others, but with a measure of godly authority and grace, because I've done it. But I'm saying it's together we can do it. Say together we can do it. So I, I want to show you that we're going to take this together and we're going to pray, we're going to fast and seek the face of the Lord. And there will be certain days we choose to eat just salad no meat or <laughs> whatever. and I share about the details of how we do this and uh, the Bible is very clear and so we can learn from it and by the way I want to say that that seeking God with prayer and fasting is not just in the Old Testament it's in the New Testament also so in the coming days we may look at these examples except chapter 13 for example The apostles pray, and they're not apostles. I think at that time, the elders. But then they're sent forth as they're sent forth. They become apostles. This one sent forth, and had uh, amazing grace and authority, and with signs and wonders. Uh, And they get sent forth, and then they come back and give a report. As part of the model. And so it's happening in the Old and New Testament. And if you choose to do start a fast for you. So we could be fasting for, Lord, I pray all my children will honor Jesus, will honor the Word of God, will honor their parents, which is part of the commands that are in the Bible. If you want to prosper, young men, young women, honor your father and mother, that's the first commandment, with a blessing. So that's it, the Lord not saying, well, I would hint, maybe you should think about that. No, no, no. Those are some of the basic rules the Lord says. If you want to be have a prosperous life, honor your father and mother, and then honor the word of God. Part of our strategy then. And uh, we are going to be, and so what are we going to praying for, fasting for? We're going to pray. First, we're going to humble and repent. Be humility. Father, we come in humility to you. And we'll have some of these, then some serious agendas that we have to, and want to, together. See, you're not going to take it alone. And as a pastor for so many years, have learned that people hanging out alone is not the wisest thing. And especially then they take whole I mean try to wrestle with major principalities of powers and and they have been isolated and uh, I would not recommend it. Um, why? We have a believing church, a Holy Spirit filled church that'll walk with you. So and then there will be concerns that you have that no fault of yours some most of the time, but doesn't matter. We'll agree with you. Whether it's Confronting children that have challenges or financial attacks on your company and you have been tithing. Um, Now she's asking, seeking God's help. Anyway, um, and then we'll declare, part of our declaration is we want to declare over ourselves, over this new year and over our nation and the nations of the earth, but our nation, that Jesus is Lord over the United States of America, that we are not going to be running after false gods or idols, Uh, that in the land that I love, that it will be free, we will not have oppression. So, but if we are lazy and blase, well, whatever will happen, well, no, uh-uh. We have been given an inheritance and we know that, that many people, like just looking at the First World War, the Second World War, um, there were songs that, I am a young kid, old dandy, remember? That? <laughs> and that's from the First World War. And then the Second World War, how we went and rescued and helped set free nation after nation after nation. That was your Grandparents great grandparents but America laid down was open willing to lay down its life for many people and many nations were set free so God answered prayer you should have you know re- look up or say what happened during the uh, Pearl Harbor events and how what a shock it was to most normal Americans but they turned around and acted in faith amazing the as you read the history of the nation. So, and then there is a harvest of prophetic words. We'll rehearse them again. Wonderful prophetic words that God gave us, that we shared on the New Year's Eve Watch. Uh, And God has promised us, and it's in the Word also. He has promised us there's going to be a great move of the Holy Spirit. There's going to be revival, and He's going to break loose that yeah, one of the words, there was some wonderful words, anyway, we'll, we'll bring, them up, bring them up again. And then the inflation, tomorrow most of you have read, I mean, and, and you can look at the gas stations as you pass by, and <laughs> weekly the prices started climbing. And, uh, and this, I have very little logic in this understanding, that we were oil independent. And we exported oil to other lands, and suddenly the decision was made that nope, we're not going to, we're going to shut down the oil industry. And it, for me personally, it made very little sense because we were helping. If there was any nation that has helped other nations, the poor nations, it's America. And so, because we have been such a helper, part of the reason, So may the Lord prosper this land. May we have more than enough. Say more than enough. That's the definition of abundance. Jesus came to give his life and that abundantly. Say abundant. So that I have enough to take care of my family, my children, my car payments, insurance, whatever. And leftover, plenty to give to others, to help the poor. When I, well, I mean, you know, we were able to send a good offering to the people in Kentucky who went through devastation not just many weeks ago. Or, I mean, when Vision for Israel was here and we helped them pay for a major ambulance, like whatever we can do, we have been... In the past years, we cover uh, the expenses of some of the poor Indian reservations. That's of some of the poorest places in the United States. And we pay for the heating of every home that's needed. And this body has helped. So we, we not only pay our expenses, thank God, thankfully, but then we can go to, I mean, we are broadcasting every sunday every friday to nations and encourage them and pastors we write they'll write to us uh, our literature all of that i I can talk about it but anyway we are believing for a great harvest for this year and we're going to be praying and fasting for it Uh, and the thing that i've spoken about again is that in november major major elections And part of my concern is, I hope. uh, You know, I've heard the uh, complaints, many people, how the propaganda has come to try to kidnap their children from false, demonic philosophies. And and the inflation and the wrong strategies, mandates that force people to... uh, Resign if they don't do certain things the government is recommending and uh, We have been for generations a very free people And now all of these things coming in we pray and it's this coming Though, I mean of course the national elections they're even local elections I, I'm praying that you some of you even here will pray about if you want to run for the school board local elections Pray about it or help someone else. But I would rather have a believer in Jesus Christ in positions of responsibility. So these are some of the situations. We want to pray that our cities will honor their police and that they will honor the laws and that because we'll have basic uh, peace, we won't be afraid that people will be mugged and, and hurt and even killed. But well, there will be shalom. Say shalom. That it'll be over you, over your neighborhood, over our cities and neighboring cities. Uh, but that's that done with prayer and when it's needed, with fasting. So we are, are I'm grateful that for more than 25, to almost 26 years, we have been known worldwide and we have expanded and taught others how to watch and pray and we've written some books on it. So may there be honor for the the border that the sex traffic and the drug traffic will stop. So these are all, I mean, angelic forces are going to be helping us in this coming year, and we're going to be praying and fasting for our children. So as I said in the, the beginning scripture, the faithful shall flourish, planted in the house of the Lord and you will flourish. Your children will flourish. We will flourish. Say, we will flourish. And Job 22, 28 says, you will decree a thing and it will be established for you. So our speaking is something that it's good for us. To, I mean, sometimes you get kind of down. It's We need to put our arms around each other and help encourage each other. When you're down, you're not alone. We'll be standing with you, praying with you. Send us your request. by the way, those watching us on the World Wide Web. Write to us, let us know. Email us. We have ways you can communicate. So we may know these are some of the primary things and we can agree with you and pray with you. And uh, the Jeremiah 29... Verse 11 was one of the scriptures the Lord gave us during the watch. At least it's shared it. And it says this, and I, I want us to b- believe that for yourself and for your family and then for our neighbors, for our t- church family. Jeremiah 29, says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. So he's not some council member or something. This is the Lord himself telling us, I know the plans I have for you in 2022. I'm believing that our Lord is the same. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Say, plans to prosper me plans to give you a future and a hope say future and a hope hallelujah those are his plans I'm going to believe that he's these are his intentions and uh, plans to prosper and to give a future and a hope so the Bible tells us in Hebrews 11 6 without faith it's impossible to please God So that's the basic thing and we can when we get down and the times it's understandable then we are part of our job is to encourage each other believe for each other Uh, I'm going to walk in faith so say I'm going to walk in faith we will walk in faith so that you can determine yourself I'm going to exercise faith for every believer here in this church and those who are contacting us and for members of your family. So we're going to be praying. We are believing. And the power of belief is awesome. And where it is possible, we're going to decree. And that is speaking that word that God is giving us. It's His Word. So we are committed as we start this year. I'm committed. And we are together committed to love Jesus Christ. And each day let Him know, we love you, Lord. And love the body. Love His church. And love His Word. Um, being... Disciple with Brother Derek Prince, serving alongside him physically many, many years. You learn to honor the Word of God. And there's a word over the years that, I mean, I remember talking to Derek uh, as they asked me to come. Many years ago, that was senior pastor of a Church in, in Leveland, Texas, and we just gotten married. And then Derek and the corporate eldership there asked for me to come. I said, what do you want from me? Derek said, you carry an anointing for miracles and signs, and we need that ear to be released in this part, and we can travel from here. Anyway, but I've learned The promises of God are there, but we're going to look at them, we're going to believe them, and let them define us. So we become, I'll use the word congruent. Everything in me, body, soul, spirit, emotion. I want to vibrate with the life that's in the Word. Every word, the Bible tells us, is alive. And active and full of power it's vibrating because it's the life the supernatural life of God himself when he gives you this promise And that's why I, I kind of there were uh, the last few months we've had several wonderful people contact to pray for us in this area pray for us this and so years ago I was so grateful for Michael and the team who helped make us those helped Produce those uh, healing from on high and and thrown CDs that have scriptures that are vibrating with the life of life of God that God has helped us over the years and we want to send that to them people. Um, By the way, I'm praying for uh, the Lord's healing for Governor DeSantis and his wife. There's diagnosed diagnosis a few months ago that uh, his wife is battling breast cancer. Well, we're going to be believing for the good people. And uh, so we are going to pray for healing and, and speak that. Remind me for us t- to do that over there. And certain, certain <laughs> I mean, we know some of the needs that are out there. We're going to be in agreement. Uh... So, the word we're going to, as we go through this year, we honor the word, and we honor those, some of the fa- the recommendations, the basically requirements the Lord's given us. Told us, for example, it's important um, in uh, if I can find. It says, thank you, Lord. Um, I thought I had it. It's right there, but I have to go refer to it. It says in Proverbs chapter 3, for example, in verse 9 onwards, honor the Lord with all your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So this is the, I mean, basically that's how they described abundance. So make sure, basically it says tithes and offerings. Make sure you are a tither. This year I am committed to be a tither and a giver. And God says in Malachi chapter 3, is another one to, to honor the Lord on honor, honor his house and basically as you become a faithful tither it's like God God's guarantee comes over you to protect you your children protect all your assets now that may be from from time to time any kind of intrusive spirit come in we'll agree with you in prayer so but tithing is one of the important uh, aspects of this year we want to really plug into Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. That we're going to prosper and not have to beg other people. You know that our some of our leadership had to go to some of the petroleum nations and beg oh please keep your prices down. Please do this. When we used to export to them and be an exporter say it then we need a turnaround i believe now there's some of these are my things but uh, some of these is corporate wisdom that we need to be self-sufficient in our oil and gas so we don't have to beg others and that we can bless other nations with the abundance that we have Uh, so We're going to believe and declare to help each other. And one of my favorites that uh, I've talked about quite often, but uh, it's, it's my final. We're going to take communion in a moment. But this is one of my favorites, but um, I remember one of the services I did at camp meeting in Ashland, and Sister Ruth Halfland was alive, and uh, I said, I get the word metamorphosis, and I pointed to a family and said, this is, uh, God says that he's going to do certain things, and it was a prophetic word. What I didn't know was they had just, they were a publishing house. I had no, never met them. And they had just published a book called Metamorphosis. So, but here in this, it, it uses that word. I'll show you. It says in 2 Ver- Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yeah, we sang this song. And we may sing it again, but the Lord gave me a, a, the chords to it or whatever. And we sang that. Now the Lord is the Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we can need to link. May there be liberty once again. And with it, liberty will be healing. And I, I put in several words. Uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is glory. But then it goes on, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. So Moses had to veil his face. That's, he's talking about it. That's the reference. But we are beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Say the glory of the Lord. Uh, being transformed. Say, being transformed into the same image. From glory to glory, just as the Spirit, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So, all this year, may that process continue. May we transformation transformed. The word in Greek is used metamorphosis. So, and we used to to do a biology experiment in our class. I remember way back, and we had where we lived in Kenya. We had some of the most gorgeous butterflies, and you take a larva. An egg goes from egg to larva, but in it, its a larva is a. Uh, I hope I'm using the la- right word. Um, sometimes it's co- in some culture it's called an imago. I mean, it becomes a little. From the larva, it becomes what. Uh, Yeah, chrysalis. See, British education. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> he's British. <laughs> I had part of the foundation, but um, in the American, I think some call it an imago, or uh, other a chrysalis. Is but it it goes from creepy crawling larva, and you you take that and you put it in a little container that air go in, but you can put in a cabbage or whatever, and that larva will keep eating all this, all this green stuff. And as a young kid, I loved seeing, it. and suddenly it becomes still, and you say, well, you think it's dead, but it's, it's, it's a chrysalis form, and it's inside, it's being transformed. And a few days later, things sprout out, and its wings coming out. And then you see it emerge. And that creepy crawly thing emerges and if it was an egg of a butterfly, the most gorgeous butterfly comes out and you open the, the lid and it flies away. But that thing that was the creepy crawly stuff was a Became, went through metamorphosis. It's the same entity, but it has now become an amazing, gorgeous butterfly, a creature of flight. And you never dreamt that that's from that creepy crawly thing something would emerge that would be a gorgeous, magnificent monarch butterfly or whatever it was. Um, but that's the word metamorphosis. And so it's something awesome mysterious the glory of the Lord comes over us and beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord you are being transformed from glory to glory so there was a us from the little larva thing a creepy thing worm then you have turned into a magnificent Creature of light and you never dreamt that but God is transforming us from glory to glory and what's the agent that's moving over you to, to do the work of the transformation that's the Holy Spirit the call we call it the glory of the Lord and so we're going to be observing that's why it's important for us to be corporate to come together when we can to sing worship Him and you may not see it, but there is a transformation happening. <laughs> and one day, the Lord will welcome us in the realm of the glory itself. But this year, part of it, may the metamorphosis continue for each of us. So we are going to be faithful believers, and lovers of the word, love to give, and together and individuals seek His Word, and that, that we are going to see wonderful things happening in our nation, and we're going to go, you know, some days of fasting just before the election, but as we begin this year, I felt like it would be a good time for us to f- begin that way and, and love on each other, love Jesus, love His Word, and May the glory of the Lord be over each of us, over every family. May you prosper and flourish. Say, I'm going to flourish. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda, visit us at chavdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.